Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. And before I get into this, uh, whether you're here in the room or you're listening, um, I I just want to set uh, an expectation again that uh, we are working towards, we are building, we are trying to move forward in people's lives, the understanding that everybody can be and is expected to be a leader. That, and, and a leader is again, not somebody who points and tells. There's some points of a leader that give direction, absolutely. But if you think that giving direction and having people follow you or um, being the loudest voice in the room is what qualifies you to be a leader, you have a gross misinterpretation of what leadership means. Leadership is a lot deeper than that as the Bible sees it. Now, we could look around in our culture and think, well, bosses are leaders. And no, um, there's a lot more that goes into having leadership in somebody's life. Um, you can ha- there's a difference between having power and having leadership in somebody's life. Like, there's just a huge difference in that. And so I, I want to make sure as we're moving forward in our church that we are building really great, biblically sound leaders that it, we are getting leadership that is from uh, what the Bible says, not leadership from what we just have seen or, you know, or, or heard. And so anyway, um, I, I want us to make sure that we, um, we really dig deep into, okay, God, how can I be the best leader that I can be in 2020? Starting a new decade, new year, the whole deal. Uh, this is something, um, this, this is one piece that I just want us to chew on. There's a lot in here, so let me just kind of go through it. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 says, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves. See, here's the, right at the beginning. You see God chooses you. God has chosen you to be holy people that he loves. That that word holy means set apart. So right away, you can see God is looking at you. When you decide to follow Jesus, God is looking at you and saying, you're set apart, you're different. There's, There's a different expectation on your life now. You are set apart. That means you're, you're pulled away. That doesn't mean that you're, 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 you're uh, prideful and you look away and, well, I'm set apart. Y'all are idiots. I'm a, no, that's, that's, that's pride. <laughs> set apart means it might be just there's different things that you do that other people don't do. You must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy. I, I want you to see this here. 
there, there, there's starting to become a definition that Paul is trying to weave through the Colossians. Yeah, you're set apart, but let me, let me show you why, how you should look different. Not just that you are different, let me show you how you should look. So as a leader, let me explain and let me say this again to all of us in this room or listening, you are a leader, this is how you should look. Clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Tender-hearted mercy. You look how to give help to somebody. Paul said you, you, you got to be clothed in this kind of mercy. You're looking how to give help to people. He said, you're clothed in kindness. That, that, that kindness right there is it, what do people think of when they think of you? Like when they think of your name, do they think they're just a kind person? And if, and if you think that that might not be the case of the people that you're leading or the people that are around you, man, they're just kind. <laughs> then I would say this is a great time to take some self-evaluation and say, i got to change this because I'm supposed to be clothed in kindness. Humility. You are looking, a humility looks for a way to raise somebody else, not raise your own name. So you're constantly looking for the next person to put in place. You're constantly looking for another person to help. You're constantly looking for another person that you can look into their life and say, you, you are uh, not reaching your potential yet. That is what humility is. You're not looking to like make sure that everything you do is perfect. You're looking to help other people. Uh, gentleness. I, I heard a leader say this one time, it's, it's so good. Um, as a leader, you want to make sure that you don't use a hammer to swat a fly off somebody's head. That's being gentle. You might have the right answer, but you don't need to smash them with it. Use some gentleness. Let, you, let yourself be known as somebody who is gentle. Uh, then he said, and patience. This, this is like, patience is like a leader's best friend. Don't be hurried with somebody's soul. Do, do you realize what you have been given? You've been given responsibility to see somebody grow in their relationship with Jesus. Don't be impatient with that. Paul is right. He says, you got to be patient as you're walking through this. With it. Be clothed in, in patience. Um, and then he says this one. I was just like, oh, gosh. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone 
who offends you. Make allowance for each other's faults. So, I, I want us to, to think about that for a second. When, when you have allowance, what that means is that you have room. Have you made room for other people to show bad behavior in your life? Or do you have room for it? Or the moment that somebody gets out of line, you're off, you're off the rails. How much allowance do you have for somebody to show their bad behavior? The people that you lead. In our church, do we have enough allowance for people with bad behavior? Because you might think, well, I don't. I don't think that that's right. I mean, we just need to get on it and get people. Well, I, the Bible says that you should make allowance for each other's faults. So we can go by our feelings or we can go by what the Bible says as leaders. So I'm going to make allowance. I'm not going to make excuses. But I'm going to have room for you to make a fool of yourself sometimes. I'm going to have some room for you to make a wrong decision every once in a while. But I'm not, I'm also not going to continually just let it be. That's not what make allowance is. But there has to be some room. Sometimes just to say, I got, I got grace for you. I, I, got, I, I got forgiveness for you. I'm, I'm not going to, and then he said, and, and make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Not just your friends that offend you. Anyone. The people you don't like. Forgive them when they offend you. What this says, as a leader, you cannot walk around offended. You cannot lead offended. You cannot be a great leader being offended. You can't step into the room and lead a team offended. You can't let stuff get into your heart and start making you uh, like just so bitter or upset or you're quick on the trigger on somebody's life. You cannot lead like that. Forgive anyone who offends you. And all the time there's going to be people that offend us. But as leaders, you forgive. And then, he, and then Paul goes on to say, he said, remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your heart. For as members of one body, you're called to live in peace. Then he ends, and always be thankful. You want a good roadmap of how to be a great leader? Just memorize these verses. Go back. Above all, clothe, your, clothe yourself with love. What do people first see when they see you? What are you clothed in? What do people see when they first see you? What clothes are you wearing? 
And if you're not clothed in love, what, what, what are you clothed in? Or are you wearing any clothes at all? Like, do you just get in and you're not even thinking about how people see you? And you're wondering why people don't want to follow you. But you're just leading naked and thinking, oh, that's not. no, 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 there's, there's things that you're supposed to be clothed in that as a leader, people look at you and say, and every, I'm going to say this again, every single one of us, God has called us to be a leader. So this isn't just for a couple people. This is for every one of us. What are you clothed in? You're clothed in, Paul said, be clothed in, in loves. And, and, and be clothed in that love so much that that's the first thing that people see when you come to them. So when you have a discussion with somebody, they, they feel love first. When you are, are trying to help somebody and, and move them along in their life, they feel love first. They see love first. Uh, love is what we are clothed in. Do you love your teams or do you tolerate your teams? Do you love your connect group? or do you tolerate your connect group? Do you love the people that you serve with or do you tolerate them? And then he, says, and then he goes on, he, he says, uh, uh, close yourself with love, and bi- uh, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Not melody, he said harmony. So melody is the same notes. So if somebody sings uh, melody together, you're going to sing the same thing. Okay, so if those of you who don't know music, let me just take a moment. Melody means we're going to sing the same note over and over and over. Harmony is people singing different notes, but it sounds good together. And I think it's interesting that Paul said, binds us together in perfect harmony not perfect melody. That means people don't need to look just like you. And you might have some opinions or you might have a way of doing things, but that doesn't mean that everybody has to do it just like you for you to be unified. What is perfect harmony? Perfect harmony is we might be a little different, but we're all going the same direction. So if there's something, not out of harmony, perfect harmony. That means we're just, we're moving together, same direction. We're just just a little different, maybe. And then, and then after that, he said, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Uh he didn't say make the peace of God rule in your hearts. He said let it. So let that, there is peace available to us. We have to let that in. Anytime that you think as you're leading here in church or you're leading your own life or there's different things that are going on in, in your world, are you letting the peace of Christ rule your heart? Or are you letting something else rule your heart? Because you can't lead well if you're stormy. You gotta, you gotta lead 
in peace. Let the peace of Christ rule your heart. Let it. Let it in. And then as you do that, you start, um, you start seeing more. You, you're, you're more at ease. You, I just got to let the peace of, of Christ rule my heart. And then at the very end, he says, and always be thankful. So through all the different things that we do in church as we lead, our ending attitude is always, I can't believe I get to do this. I'm so thankful I get to be on this team. Yeah, that's so good. I'm so thankful that I get to do these that that is the ending period on every sentence that we think. I don't care what kind of stories you're telling yourself or what kind of things you're working through or the conversations that you have with other people or the different uh, problems that we're trying to fix and we're trying to solve and the different things that we're trying to move forward. At the end of every conversation in your own mind or in your own heart or with the other, per other person, the ending part of all of that is, I can't believe we get to do this. I am so thankful that I get to be a part of this. I am so thankful that I get to be a part of this move of God. I am so thankful that we're even dealing with these kind of problems, that we're even dealing with these kind of things. I am so thankful. I cannot believe we get to do this. Because after all of that stuff that Paul said, oh, close yourself in love and, and humility and patience and humble and, and forgive anybody who offends you, da, 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 he says, and always be thankful. Always be thankful. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Help us to be the best leaders we can be. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.